I seem to remember a saying, what was it? Life is what happens when you're not paying attention. Is that a saying or is my brain just making it up? I'm not 100% sure. But if it is something my brain made up, then I'll happily take credit for it. It makes sense. In the subject of this week's episode, just the idea that the best parts of life happen when you're not paying attention to it. Because you've put yourself into, hopefully, a state of silence instead of constantly having to think about things and stress over things. So by being in that state of silence where you're not worrying about what's going to happen in the future, there's no difficult situations coming up that you need to face and you're trying to avoid, just being able to stay in that moment like right now, having the experience of life, I think is how we're supposed to be. And it, it makes sense. And hopefully by the end of this episode, as I go through the different thoughts in the matter, you'll agree with me on it. Because I do believe that, you know, to go down this road, it is a bit of a leap of faith. Because people have a hard time giving up control. I'm definitely in that category as well. I've gotten better over the years, but you know, massive control freak in certain areas of my life. Even today, I had an example of that. I, I still have to be a control freak, especially when it comes to organization. I'm a bit of a, a crazy person when it comes to organization. But I need to realize that life's going to happen the way it's going to happen no matter what. And if anything, the more you try and fight it, you might delay a certain thing, a certain difficult situation. You might, you know, logically figure something out that's just going to have the same problem down the road. So it is a bit of a leap of faith in the sense that you have to just take that risk. You know, I'm not I'm not saying to stop doing everything, which I'll talk about in a moment. But just the idea of taking that leap of faith where you just let go. Just accept everything that comes, you know, your, your, your life is going to play out in a certain situation. The people around you, your friends, loved ones, and family, they're going to be the way that they are no matter what. You know, one of, the thing that, one of the most powerful Stoic teachings that I ever learned in my entire life was the idea that you can control the actions of others. And I know it, it sounds, you know, very surface level and you're like, yeah, I know my husband, my wife, my parent or whatever, you know, they act in a certain way and it upsets me and I just got to accept it. No, I mean in, in the entire world, in the entire world, you can't control other people's actions. And it, it's very freeing to realize that no matter how much you struggle against it, Unless it is your destiny to become an opposition for whatever's happening and having a massive following to go against whatever the problem is in your mind. If that's not your destiny, then in most cases, you know, you're only going to go past as, you know, that one comment on Twitter or YouTube where you're like, you know, you're saying exactly what I'm thinking. That's the comments say, right? Oh, I appreciate you posting these videos. And that's really, it's nice, you know, as long as they're not spouting violence or something like that, but it's nice. I mean, you're supporting them, you're giving them motivation and definitely do that. 
And you can actually do that without any connection, just to say, okay, I'm going to do something nice to give this person some confidence. And, you know, overall, that can be a good thing. But you're not that person. You're not the one with the millions and millions of followers who's going to be the opposition to whatever the problem is happening that you're thinking about. So when it comes down to it, you have zero control over the outcome. But I'm always amazed that even with zero control over the outcome, people, and this is very, very common these days and definitely in a majority, people get into this mindset that the outcome of the situation is something that affects them personally. I know sometimes with government and taxing and whatnot, it is going to affect you personally. But no matter how much you fought against it and how much you stressed over it and how much it bothered you, whatever the thing that's going to happen in the end is just going to happen. So the best thing that you can do in your situation is just try and react to it. You know, whatever you have control over in your life to do. Because I do find that, you know, the... the majority of you know screaming and yelling and throwing obscenities really does nothing if anything it might you know embolden people on the other side to go against you or to go against your group by showing and feeling that stress and that anger i think in the end it doesn't help at all i mean you can definitely support causes especially if they're very wrong and you know if the majority agrees with you you can become a small part of that but you need to let go of what the solution is whether it's going to be a, a good or, quote, bad solution that comes in the end, you got to just kind of accept it and just set up your life to, you know, roll with those punches. Because definitely during uh, this experience we call life, there's going to be those, quote, unquote, punches. But what is this thing that we call life? Amazing segue, if I do say so myself. Now, I just, I believe some stuff that would be considered very over the top. There's, there's no warnings here. It's no dangerous thoughts that are going to be part of this conversation. But I do believe reality is in existence to give you a life experience. I believe in the idea that we are spiritual beings. I mean, we were made up of energy. I mean, there's, there's whatever you would consider to be spirit. It's within us. It gives you your, your movement. It gives you your energy. You know, it, it allows you to move your arm like I'm moving right now while I'm talking. So really, reality is just here to give you that life experience. You're on this planet for a limited amount of time. And then, you know, death, whatever death might be, is the moving on to whatever is the next thing in your journey. Now, if you believe in, in heaven, it's, it's heaven. If you believe in reincarnation... It's coming back again in whatever form you might think. But whatever that next level is, whatever you're going to move on to, we're only here for a limited amount of time in this life, in this experience that you're having where you're listening to my podcast right now. That's where we are. So if we're just energy as part of an overall consciousness having a life experience then I, I tend to look at reality as being a very strange thing. Because if you eliminate all of the religions and all of the, you know, thought processes and the sciences, when you look at reality at its very core, you know, what's going on around us, it becomes very strange. 
Now, I don't want to get too far down that road. There will be a future episode in like a, a week or two that will discuss that a little bit more. But for now, just to consider the fact that reality in general, there's just so much amazement that exists in it. If you get beyond what your mindset has been, you even raised to believe certain things. You've been raised to believe certain things about reality and raised to kind of normalize what's going on around you on this planet and this universe. But when it comes down to it, it all is very weird. And if you can open your mind to that and you can see it for what it is in a very silent and in the moment manner, you'll be amazed at the blissful energy that you know comes into you especially if you're just relaxed and in the moment and not worrying about anything that might be happening in your life around you because there's one thing i believe in life in general is that nothing really matters you know nothing in your life really is the life or death situation that we tend to put on it as we are living so it's whatever that causes you to get into that tragic mindset, that tragic habit of being focused on the future or focused on any mistakes that you did in the past. You know, this is the tragedy of what we're living in now. We call it the ego or the, the mind chat or whatever you might call it. But it is a true tragedy. And the fact that we're so focused in on this, we're missing the life experience itself. I believe the true reason for life is to have those experiences. So there's a real joy in being able to silence the mind. There's a real joy in being able to focus in on the, on the moment. You know, we've lost our attention spans in this generation, especially. And not having an attention span is one of the first gateways that leads you into chaos. So not having an attention span that you can focus in on the true blissful feelings and having instead you have to seek in those dopamine bursts from videos, from experiences. They have to be quick. They have to, you know, the, your impatience will kick in. If it doesn't happen, then you start to feel the pain of those dangerous thoughts that start seeping into your mind. So the goal that I've been chasing for years, and I've definitely gotten better at over at the years and you know, I'm serious at times and not so serious at other times. I'm definitely in a serious time right now is to be able to expand the attention span, to be able to hold the tension longer. You know, meditation is probably the best way to do this, but there's other methods such as, you know, you listen to music and you just focus in on one instrument. You see how long you can focus in on that. You look at pictures and you focus on one thing, you know, see how long you can hold that. And it's, it's like working out your brain and expanding your, your attention. Then on the other side of it is be able to shut off all of those terrible thoughts that roll through your mind about the future and the past. So if you can put those two things together, you have a, a deep attention into what's going on around you right now or the task that is in front of you at this moment, which is also known as the zone, getting into the zone. And at the same time, to have zero thought of, of worrisome things that are either coming or that are already happened in the past. I, I, th I think that's the sweet spot. I think that's the best place to be.
to, to be accepting that, you know, life is basically a series of moments. And we are here to enjoy them. And by enjoy, I don't mean you have to love all of them. You don't have to, you know, say that this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And it's something dark and terrible. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. You're not going to be kidding yourself. You know, you're going to feel happiness. You're going to feel sadness. You're going to have happy moments. You're going to have tragedy. I mean, this is what's going to occur. But to feel into the moment as deeply as possible is part of the life experience, no matter what it is, even the worst ones that you can possibly think of in this moment right now. There's real power in that. Because if we're here to have a life experience, we're here to build that in whatever this conscious energy is that makes up your physical body then you need to not avoid that. You need to not avoid those emotions. You need to feel into them. And there's a beauty to that. Because if you can feel into them while silencing the mind at the same time, just feeling the emotions as they're happening, they tend to pass much quicker. You'll find that you're not as... um, You're not dwelling on it as much. So if a tragedy happens in your life, you're not sitting in a corner thinking, oh, what did I do? How could I have done this, you know, differently? Oh, everybody's going to think I'm a huge failure and they're going to hate me for You're not doing that. You're not sitting in the corner and, and crying about it for, for days and days and days, building up that held-in energy that's going to last you for years down the road, eventually leads to depression and sicknesses and illnesses. Instead, you're able to accept the tragedy of what just happened. You feel terrible in that moment for that time, and then you move on. And then new solutions come in, and new ideas come in your mind, and you know, new loves will come in your mind if it's something related to relationship, which I know a lot of people, you know, if relationships end, they do feel that, that pain for a very long time. Some people never get over it. But if you're open to that moment, you really feel into it in the moment, no matter how long it takes for you to kind of feel that and allow your energy to process it. And then you, 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 you eventually move on. But the more you avoid it, the longer you're going to push it down the road. What's the old saying? You know, kick the can down the road. You know, if you avoid those feelings because they're painful in that moment, you're kicking the can down the road. Or if you're thinking about all the terrible things that are around it, what you did wrong, what you could have did right, and so on and so forth, once again, you're just kicking the can down the road. Because you're not just really feeling and realizing what happened. Instead, you're creating this whole new world that for the most part probably doesn't exist. Because if you don't know the reason why it happened, then you're not going to be able to come to that solution in your logical mind. Because you don't know. And if there's no source of it, that can even be more tragic for you, something you could never let go for years upon years upon years. So instead, silence and being able to hold that attention to really feel into it. Again, that's the sweet spot. Because the worst parts of your life are just that. They're part of the experience. That This is a teaching that I haven't been too versed on and I I need to give it definitely more thought but there's a teaching the idea that there's no such thing as good or bad I know it doesn't sound right in the moment you think of some of the things that might have happened into your life 
and you remember the pain that it caused you and you'll immediately assume, okay, yeah, that was bad. But, I mean, for some, if you look down, not to get dark. I know this could get dark if you think about it too much. But for some, I mean, some people's good is other people's bad. And some people's bad is other people's good. So your life experience, what you've gone into, what you consider your personality, your ideology to be, might set your mind on what is good and bad for you. But if you are just living from a, a state of being no one, from a state of not focusing in on your personality, you're just that vibrating energy of whatever you're presenting yourself to the world. You're just vibrating, you know, love and respect, kindness and connection, but you don't consider yourself to be this or to be that. Now I find whatever flows into your life, it can be accepted as just being what it is. And that's what I think the teaching is trying to say, that there's no such thing between the idea of good or bad, that it is only what the experience is. And that if you don't attach any, you know, ideology on it, any belief, any feeling or emotion on it, that it just kind of just hangs there as the lesson it's supposed to be, as the, the thing that you're supposed to go through as part of this life experience. Because change is good. I'll repeat that. Change is good. I believe that wholeheartedly. That sometimes your entire life can change in a moment, but that's okay. Because that's exactly what was supposed to happen in that moment. That's the experience that you were supposed to have. And whatever comes of it down the road, I'm going to tell you, especially if you're going through something terrible right now, is you're going to be okay. So whatever happens down the road, you're going to realize at one point as you look back onto that experience that happened to you, that's exactly what was supposed to happen in that moment. So down the road, you sit there and you think back to the pain. Hopefully at this point, you've moved on from it and that you've gone on to your whatever your nef- next life experience is. You've accepted whatever the changes are that occurred and that you look back on whatever happened with fondness. So I don't know if you have the same thing that I do, but I find that when I look back on some of the more hard times in my life, the more tragic times in my life, I realize that they needed to happen. And the weirdest part, and and I really don't know how to put this in the words completely, is sometimes I'll miss that pain. So I look back on, you know, certain aspects of my life, like, uh, you know, relationship, I had a a long-term relationship that ended. And in that moment that it was ending, I was very fearful of what was going to come next, you know, mixed in with, you know, how did this fail? What did I do wrong? All those stuffs come flooding into me. And then I look to what's happening next. I'm wondering, is this going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Am I going to, you know, hate myself for it? All these terrible things of the unknown flowing into my mind. But now as I sit here, you know, approximately eight, nine, ten years in the future, I can look back on that time and say, yes, that's exactly what was supposed to happen. And guess what? Everything turned out for the best. And even my challenges today, I can, I can, you know, do that connection and say, you know, these are supposed to happen. You know, whatever is causing change, if something's going to end, something else is ready to begin. Life doesn't stop. You know, your life experience doesn't end unless you consciously choose to end it. 
And that's, you know, the idea, I guess, you know, you look back on the pain that you went through and I look back on it fondly now because I knew in that moment that the pain that I was experienced led to what I, where I'm currently today. And I'm happy with where I'm currently today. Eventually I was able to let it go and just move on with my life and then realize that, you know, in the, in the second half of my life there after that, when the change occurred was even better than the first. You didn't see it then, but I see it now. So that's looking back fondly on it. And this is why the main reason I say change is good is because that's the life experience. If you really want to experience life to the fullest, you need change. You can't be stuck in that same rut day in and day out. It can't be the same exact experience from beginning to end. And no matter how much you fight against change, it's still going to occur. Because everything has a beginning and it has an end. I don't care what it is. You know, nothing is infinite. Nothing is going to last forever. So there's always going to be things around you that will change and you'll have no control over it. This is going back to that original idea, that great, great, great Stoic teaching that you can't control anything that's outside of you. If it's somebody else, if it's something else, if it's outside situations, you have very little control if it's not directly about you. And if it's not something that is in your, you know, your, your personal self and your own situation. So thinking of that and knowing that change is going to happen, you look at all the things that you adore in life right now and know that it could change at any moment and probably will. You know, the only question is when. And I don't mean to say that to, you know, cause you stress and make you feel bad. I need to say that so that you can accept it. And a great acceptance, a very powerful acceptance is to be able to say any of this can change. Anything that I have can come to an end. And the overall, you know, top pinnacle idea when it comes to change is the idea of death. And especially your own. And again, I, I think I've already covered this before, but just to be able to sit down and contemplate that, you know, what if you go to sleep one night and you never wake up? Just be able to sit down and contemplate that idea. You don't have to dwell on it. Definitely don't attach emotions to it. Just feel it. Just do a meditation with that as your sole thought for as long as you can. Also a good way to build your attention. But if you do that and get past the feelings of fear, and if you get past the feelings of tragedy and loss, if you can get past all of that, then you'll come out on the other side basically a superhero. Because I'm going to tell you that the majority of people in the world, they fear death for understandable reasons. For that reason alone, being able to get past those feelings and not fearing death will change the way you look at life. This is very, very powerful, and I highly recommend it. So let's get back to that leap of faith I was talking about earlier. There is a true bliss in just being able to accept everything for as it is, that you just kind of sit back and say, this is how my life is supposed to be, and I don't need to fight. Now, this isn't to say that you don't need to do anything, which I'll talk about in a moment, but just to be able to sit back and say, okay, life has got me here, that my goal is to just 
experience it as it comes to me is a huge release. The, the stress that comes along with trying to control things at every single moment is a terrible stress to have. And this is the stress that's going to lead to sicknesses one day. You know, we get addicted to that, you know, logical mind chatter that flows through our minds that if you have a bad situation, you have to sit down and dwell on it or, you know, you can't get to sleep at night. So you're lying there in bed and you're thinking about all the this, this situation and how you need to handle it and what do you need to do next and, and so on and so forth. And I'm telling you, it's not going to help you overall. Because sometimes you just need to accept that situation. You might be thinking, well, how do I accept it? Well, that technique I mentioned about hugging difficult situations, that's a great way to do it. Because then you're, you're, you're naturally showing a human type of love to the situation. So basically, you just picture it, whatever's going on, you feel the stress, and then you just picture yourself embracing it. So take that, that stress and everything, just, just pull it towards you and give it a huge bear hug. And it's amazing because, you know, this can happen too. If somebody upsets you, you can, you can picture hugging that person. I mean, this is the same idea. And by attaching feelings of love and acceptance through that technique, you've now immediately calmed yourself to it because you can't be scared of something that you actually love. So once you've accepted it, you know, however the solution, whatever's the outcome of what's going to occur here, whether it be the quote unquote good or bad, you're going to be fine with it. And once you're fine with whatever the outcome is, you've now just released the mind to go to a much higher level of frequency. So you go to a higher level of frequency and that's eventually when the, the true solutions tend to come down into your mind. It's the same situation, you know, like where you ha it comes to you in a dream or you're just sitting at your desk one day and it's just going to pop in your head or during meditation, you know, the idea is just going to come to you. Idea of what to do next, solution that's going to help you with the situation, you know, what, what, you know, what is actually the reality of the situation so that you can see it for what it is, whatever it is, it always comes into a silent mind. Because the best ideas come from nowhere at all. And I'll say it's that uh, it's uh, time plus silence equals solution. And again, we get back to that sweet spot. You know, those two things, having a long attention span and being able to silence your mind opens you up to a whole new world. Time plus silence equals a solution. And this is the solution. This is what you're meant to be doing next. This is the information that's coming from on high, wherever you think that is, it's going to come down as a message. You know, it's what's needed in the moment is that's what is going to occur. And, you know, for your own life, for your own situation that surrounds you, you're going to be the catalyst. You're going to be the one that gets the message. Uh, example is a side story. I know this is not the best example, but it always, it always fascinated me during World War II. Now, you know for a fact, and I'm going to quote Harry Potter here in a second, get ready for this, is that um, Voldemort was just wrong in Harry Potter. That's the quote. So in World War II, Hitler and the Nazis, they were just wrong. They went on the side of fear. They went on the side of anger. They went on the side of violence. 
And I can tell you in that situation, you know, like the world is not going to sit with that for an extremely long time. Now, I know the World War II could have gone either way, but then you look for what was the real catalyst that ended that war. And again, I'm not a historian. I'm definitely missing a lot of detailed facts here, so please forgive me for that. But I know that Albert Einstein was a big catalyst in this. So he was a uh, German Jew. He gets into the United States. He works for the Allies. And at this point, I mean, the war was probably spiraling down at that point anyway. But knowing that that new technology was there, uh, known as the atomic bomb, which you know now has become a problem. But back then, it was, in a way, a fix. Because have coming up with that, you know, put some fear into that other side who had a lot of momentum and the unfortunate situation that happened with Japan. But the Japanese back then, they would follow their emperor even into death, that they would they would give up their life for their cause. And this was the way of stopping the war. I'm sure in the long run, it saved a bunch of lives. It was terrible, terrible to have happened. But you know, this is what ends the war. So then the, what I feel is the, you know, better side of humanity can move forward and start to rebuild. So the original point of that is that Albert Einstein has, has been quoted as saying that the information, like the main thing that came to him for the theory of relativity that eventually went to creating the atomic bomb that it came to him out of nowhere. I'm not sure if he said it was a dream or if that just it popped in his head. I think it was a dream. It might have been a dream. So the idea that the world needs something in that moment, he was the catalyst. Now that's huge. That's on a massive scale. But for us in our own lives, we're on a much smaller scale. And all the information that you need to live your life is going to come into your mind when you need it. As long as you're silent enough to be able to accept it. I think dreams, if you can remember your dreams, the mind is usually silent at night when you're sleeping. So I can see how solutions can come through that. But most of us, and here's another tragedy, we forget our dreams. That could have been a ton of great information that you're just sadly not going to remember. So whether the information comes to you or not in your situation in life, that's the way it's supposed to be. And if you're silent, you're just accepting of the moment, you're not going to care because what happens, whether it's the quote unquote good or bad side, that's just how it's going to be. And you're going to accept the situation for what it is. And that's going to be your life moving forward. You're not going to dwell on it. You're not going to look back on it. You're not going to think what you could have did differently. Instead, you're going to just accept that this is how I am now. This is my life and just move forward and love it as much as you can. Because that uh, quote-unquote bad stuff, it's going to happen whether we fight it or not. And I do find that a lot of situations, that fighting it is just going to make it worse. That sometimes if you try and apply logical thought to the situation, that instead what you're going to end up doing is just having it spiral out. Because sometimes those solutions that you're going to force into it is only going to make it worse especially if it's a very complicated situation. So sometimes it's just, a, you know, most of the time, it's just better to leave it, let it be, and just accept what happens. 
And I mean, after a while, when you're okay with these situations, you don't live with as much fear anymore, sometimes you're a bit excited to see how it pans out. You'd be okay with the fact that, you know, some other people might not be happy with you in that moment, especially if you're being pushed to do it. So you just sit back and you let it occur. You do as much as you can, whatever you feel you need to do. But whatever happens in the end, it happens. And you you might be excited to kind of sit back like watching a movie. That's going to be your life experience as you could be living in your own movie and you want to see how it ends. Now, I need to talk about this before I get into the quotes. I kind of mentioned it uh, towards the beginning again. It's um, a lot of people, they mistake the idea of just sitting back and let life happening. So they'll say that, oh, you know how I live my life is I sit at home and I, I smoke marijuana and I sit and I play video games 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I barely sleep. I wear diapers. <laughs> Whatever it might be. And you'll say that, uh, oh, that's me accepting my life as it is. That's not what I mean at all. That's not what I mean. So when you sit back and you accept and you're not living with fear and your mind is silent, you have like a long attention span everything seems to be, you know, relaxed, you'll find motivations come to you. This is, this, is, this is actually very powerful too. So the idea that the motivations of what you're passionate about can come to you and can enter in your life and guide you forward. Because underneath all of this, I believe we're here for a certain purpose. That every person on this planet has something that they're great at that they can then build into becoming a master at they you know and and during the entire process that they can enjoy it and love it and be passionate about it because the only way you can become a master at anything is you have to enjoy it because during those difficult times if you don't enjoy it and you don't love it it's not meant for you you're going to give up the challenges are going to come towards you you know i mean it makes sense that there's tons of challenges in life is because they're there to kind of prove to you whether that is what you're supposed to be doing. So if the challenges are extremely difficult in the road that you're currently going on and you're not enjoying it anymore, that you wake up in the morning, that you're dreading having to do it, then maybe it's not the right thing for you. So these challenges come to kind of prove to you that, you know, there's a reason for it. You know, that's why, you know, nothing is easy in life. You're not going to get to the highest level. They, some, you look at somebody else and you see that they succeeded and what have they succeeded? You look at uh, Mark Zuckerberg and you're like, I'm going to make the next Facebook. Well, maybe you're not the guy to make the next Facebook. Maybe that's not your passion in life. So as you're doing this, you're going to have challenges and roadblocks and people are against you and things are going to happen. And eventually you're going to be like either, you know, I truly love this. I don't care what happens to me. Or... You're going to be on the other side of saying, I can't take it anymore. And then you just give it up. So just remember, if you just, if you can't take it anymore and you just give up and you do it from a place of calm and acceptance, then it wasn't meant for you. So you can accept that change is going to happen no matter what. And you just move forward with an acceptance mind, you know, a mind of love and a mind void of fear. And then just let the motivations come to you. And once you, you know, go down that road, 
that's meant for you. You're going to feel a natural joy inside of you that's going to push you forward through all the difficult times. You're also going to have the right information flowing into your mind that's going to tell you what to do next. You know, those little, those little micro tasks underneath all great businesses. Everybody look at these businesses and say, oh, that's pretty easy. I can do that. They don't know. Even the most simplest ideas have hundreds of those little micro tasks sitting underneath that, you know, need to be figured out. They all need to be mastered as well, some easier than others. And once they all come together into this nice, well-oiled machine, then that's when it's going to then push you forward, lead you to your lifestyle, lead you to your mastery, lead you to, you know, whatever level of financial comfort that the world is set to give you. And again, there's another thing to accept is just to accept that most of us are never going to be rich. I personally don't care about stuff like that. As long as you're comfortable, you have everything you need. You have as much love, kindness. You have great people around you. You know, you're happy. You're calm. You got a great attention span. You're accepting of everything that comes your way. I mean, this is the true bliss of life. And there's no expensive toy or, you know, meal at an expensive restaurant or, you know, spa treatment day or whatever that's going to overshoot that level of joy. And it's not scarce. It's just there. It's always available. And maybe when it comes down to it, that's the true sweet spot in life. Okay, let's do the quotes. First quote here is um, by Brennan Manning. To live by grace means to acknowledge my whole life story, the light side and the dark. Again, to live by grace means to acknowledge my whole life story, the light side and the dark. I give this one a lot of thought. I mean, it's an interesting quote. A little on the surface, not the easiest to understand. Well, maybe it's, it's not so bad. But I, I was trying to figure out the meaning of grace for this. So I actually, I, for the first time ever with these quotes, and I should do this more often, I jumped out to the, uh, the old dictionary and I, I looked up the meaning of the word grace. And the, the, the part that stood out to me was, refined movement so grace meaning refined movement so to live by grace means to acknowledge my whole life story having a refined life so you you put a lot of thought into everything you do and i know that can be kind of counteractive to what i was explaining during this episode but i don't think it is because refined movement or refined thought is that, you know, you take time for the solutions of situations that pop up in your life. So you're not just trying to force a solution because you want to move on to the next thing. You're not in that terrible mind habit of always looking forward to the next thing and not appreciating the moment that you're currently in. So to live by grace means that you're acknowledging your whole life story, the light and the dark, is that you're taking everything that has made you who you are into consideration that as you're you know moving through life you're accepting who you are 
your whole life story and you're you're moving with that so you're not dwelling on any specific thing that everything around you as a whole is important and that you're taking the light and the dark together so in this case this could be your version of what is good and bad good being light bad being dark so the things that happen in your life if they're considered bad those are the dark things if you know, things that happen in your life you considered good these are the things that you wanted to happen that's the light side so everything kind of means the same i think that's what the quote's trying to do at least that's what the quote means to me that you're kind of acknowledging it but as well that you know to live by grace means that you're you're calm in the moment you're refined and i also do believe that refined can be accepting that you're not fighting against it so like a, a dancer is graceful a dancer moves with the rhythm it's the same thing here you're kind of doing the dance of life so you're calm you're calm you're accepting you have a refined movement to how you are in life so i think that's that's the embodiment of this quote uh, second one we have here is from uh kara alwill liba and it is quote embrace your journey and look for the lessons believe in divine timing and know that's what's for you will not pass you let me say that one again so it's, it's a bit uh, confusing embrace your journey and look for the lessons believe in divine timing and know that what's for you will not pass you i could even change that it will not pass you by so just to break this down yeah this one's a little bit over the top but it's it's very powerful so you're embracing your journey you're looking for the lessons in it so you're basically living your life experience because every time something happens to you that causes change that causes tragedy that there's a lesson in it there was a reason why it happened to you 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 needed to experience it to move on to whatever the next level of your journey is you had to experience that that was the lesson that's going to help you become a better person so you're embracing that that's you know what happened no matter what it was that happened good or bad you're embracing and saying this is part of my journey and the other side of this quote which is just beautiful uh belief in divine timing that's exactly what this entire episode has been about the idea that you know things are going to happen to you when they need to happen to you whether you fight against life or not you know this is what's going to occur that's a wonder i might actually steal that term divine timing thank you cara all will libel divine timing is is beautiful you believe it's going to happen when it's going to happen and that know if it's important for you that if this is what's meant to happen that it will not pass you that the thing that's meant to happen to you will occur no matter how much you're fighting for or against it and if it doesn't happen it just it, it wasn't meant to happen so i guess to sum that up and sum up this entire uh, episode in one <laughs> one final line for you guys is just relax and know that life's got this anyway that's it for me this week i hope you're enjoying the podcast if you do like me just a very quick way to support me just review very easily just review apple spotify however you're listening i don't care 
you know, is it gets people to listen. You know, tell people I'm not a crazy person. I'm not trying to sell you a bunch of stuff that you're not going to use. That I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, talking about uh, beautiful things. So I look at me being all egotistical. Beautiful, wonderful things. <laughs> you can put that in the review. You can actually quote me if you like. Anyway, thanks for listening. I appreciate you all. And I'll talk to you next week.